Welcome to the Las Vegas Where and What to Eats podcast, brought to you by Dining Caddy, a social media app for foodies like me. Stay tuned until the end of the episode for a special deal from our guest. So today's guest is is John Simmons. Uh, John Simmons from Firefly. Uh, John, why don't you tell us a little bit about Firefly? The famous Firefly? Yeah. The yeah. Fam- we, uh, well, we just, uh, we just celebrated our 20th birthday uh, uh-huh. in July, so it's been a long time. Um, I opened it when I was 12. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. So, yeah, a, a real go-getter. But, yeah, but... Um, I'm proud of uh, the new spot. We just moved our original location. Well, this is our second big move. Like our, we we originally were in a place on Paradise Road. Okay. And uh, then our lease came up after ten years. We needed a bigger place, so we moved a couple doors down. And then we stayed there for ten years. Mm-hmm. And now we moved into our new location around the corner on Flamingo. Okay. And it's uh, turned out really nice. So, so how many locations do you have in town? I have two. Two locations. So I have the one down near the Strip, which is on Paradise Road. Um, they used to call it uh, Restaurant Row yeah, like back yeah. in the day, mm-hmm. but I don't think they call it that anymore because, like, I mean, I think it's like every casino now has so many restaurants. It's true. You know, yeah. <laughs> like we were next door to this Ruth Chris Steakhouse that was popular for many mm-hmm. years, but, you know, people would take a cab from the strip to come to Ruth yeah. Chris, you know? Yeah. Now you have a steakhouse in your own hotel, you know, probably two. So yeah, but it's not would, Ruth Chris. Right. Okay. Ruth Chris isn't married <laughs> anymore. Yeah. So. So, yeah, so it's interesting, just the evolution of uh, the, the dining scene in town. Mm-hmm. But we're still there, yeah. still kicking. After 20 years? After 20 years. Wow. And I have a, another location we opened up in 2019, right before all hell broke loose. Um, and that's in the southwest. Southwest. That's okay. Buffalo and Warm Springs. Mm-hmm. And um, that place is cute. It's like small, um, more intimate, but fun. The, the Firefly to me is fun. You know, it's about the energy. It's mm-hmm. about, um, I always wanted sight lines. I, I want people to be able to see other people, mm-hmm. you know, so so the whole room kind of um, comes together. Yeah. People having fun and talking and drinking sangria and eating and passing around dishes and sharing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a communal kind of experience, you know. And Firefly is tapas. Tapas, yes. yes. Not topless. Not topless. No. Top, not a brothel. Not. <laughs> not yet. No. Um, no, but when I first opened, nobody knew what the heck topless were. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I swear, everybody that I told mm-hmm. that it was a tapas restaurant, and I would explain even after that, like, tapas, they're small plates from Spain, mm-hmm. that's the way they eat, and you drink, and you eat, and you mm-hmm. share the food, and and they would be looking at me, nodding their heads, and then they'd be like... So the servers don't have any shirts on? <laughs> so topless? Like, yeah, because like, they weren't even listening. They were just picturing. Yeah. Know, the, but no, it's tapas. The small plates from Spain. It's crazy to think that people don't know what tapas are. I know. But 20 years ago, we were the first tapas restaurant in town. Really? Yeah. And uh, I came from Chicago. I worked for a Spanish mm-hmm. chef for many years. And he had tapas restaurants in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I love tapas, and that's yeah. the way I like to eat. I, I moved here in uh, 1999, single guy, didn't know anybody really. So on my days off, or my day off probably, really. Um, when you were 12, right? When I was 12. You were 12 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a fake idea, so. No, but I, I wanted to go out. I wanted to go check out all the restaurants in town. So I would go to a cool restaurant on the Strip, and I would sit at the bar, and i eat a bunch of appetizers. Yeah. You know, because like, I don't want to get like a big 
steak and baked potato and, you know, giant entree. I want to try as many things as I can, yeah. you know. And so then that's where the idea came from. I was like, you know, there's no tapas restaurant here in town. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a different way to eat. And it's fun. Yeah. And um, you grew up in Chicago? I grew up in Chicago. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, the culture there is so different than here, too. Yeah. Yeah. Here it's a melting pot, but there, there is really a melting pot, I would say. Yeah. The, uh, there's yeah. all kinds of different things. I mean, so <laughs> many different neighborhoods, mm-hmm. different ethnicities. And I mean, you go to certain parts of town in Chicago and nobody speaks English. You know, they only speak like Polish yep. or their native yeah. language. Yeah. I'm from Boston. So that's like the same way, mm-hmm. like in Boston, around Boston, it's just so many different types of cuisine and cultures mm-hmm. and everything. And when you said, oh, nobody heard of tapas, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like tapas have been around for a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Vegas, at least in the past, yeah. has always been kind of like 10 years behind the trends, I think, a little bit. Yeah, especially when it comes to food. Yeah. But I feel like now so, yes, we're progressing in a mm-hmm. more gentrified way. Sure. Do you want to say that? We'll take yeah? that. We'll take we're, that. We're gentrifying. We're gentrifying. We're, we're yes, we're, we're being bougie. bougie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's two Las Vegas, you know that. Yes. There's the Strip. Yes. That's where all the tours are. And then there's the town where yeah. we live. You know, so mm-hmm. for the longest time, I mean, the, all the good restaurants were on the strip. Yeah. I mean, I was one of the first people, like chefs who came here from out of town who opened up a, a place, a local place, you know. Mm-hmm. And I also had one in West Sahara and I had one in East, on Eastern and Henderson mm-hmm. for a while. But now there's tons of people. A lot of these chefs have, uh, yeah. have been opening up their own places. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I think the first was uh, the, the, the husband and wife who opened Rosemary. Remember them? Uh-huh. I was on West Sahara for a long time. But they had worked on the Strip. They were okay. chefs, and that place was was great. But um, So what what do you think has changed in the restaurant industry in Vegas, if anything? Um, oh, so much. Yeah. I, I mean, the, again, there's, there's two different things happening, two different dynamics. Mm-hmm. The Strip is becoming more and more like Disneyland. Yeah. You know, and, like, they <laughs> ship in all of these concepts, these high-concept, yeah. high-end-concepts mm-hmm. from New York and from L.A. Mm-hmm. and from – from around the around the world, you know, and these big chefs who fly in every Bobby Flay every six months, yeah. you know, make an appearance, you know, like and Gordon um, Ramsay, yeah, and Gordon Ramsay. I mean, yeah. he's probably got. I think he's got like eight restaurants, a ton, right? yes. tons of them. Yep, yeah, yep. Guy Fieri and all these guys. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, but what that does is it makes it less and less to me like enticing for the locals to want to go down to the strip. Mm-hmm. You know, it's overpriced. There's these big goofy restaurants with, you, you know, that 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 cost. Too much money, and we have to pay to park, and you have to yeah. endure the traffic and the crowds, and you got to park in the parking garage, and then got to walk you know, for ten minutes just to get yeah. to the restaurant. I feel it. I right. get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just to eat some some recycled garbage and and have all the money just go in a big tube back to New York. You know, like there's this, there's this big like vacuum tube that just sucks all the money out of Vegas and goes back. I hate that. You know. Yeah. But a lot of the chefs like me. You know, we we call this place home now, and and mm-hmm. we see that there's a that there is a a, a demand and mm-hmm. an opportunity. Like I could have never done what I did in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just get a liquor license. Like, oh yeah, no. They yeah. don't give out new ones. They give out like a very a handful, mm-hmm. and they have a lottery system. Yep. So you have, or you have to buy somebody else's existing yeah, license mm-hmm. for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. You know, and crazy concept, right? I mean, yeah. Why not just give it to them? <laughs> right. See, but they're not building new stuff in Chicago. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's already built out. Yes. Like, yeah. Vegas is creating new neighborhoods, like, mm-hmm. e- like every year. I mean, like, in like, Sparata. Right. Like, what was that? Where like, do these things come no. from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So there's so many opportunities for people like myself mm-hmm. to um, to open a little place, you know, scrape together some money and and, and get a license and and yeah. uh, you know make our dreams come true. So why the name Firefly? Oh, the name Firefly. Yeah. Well, um, I you know tapas I knew at the time were were not well known, mm-hmm. so I didn't want something too ethnic and Spanish sounding. Okay. So I wanted something kind of strike down the middle, you know, mm-hmm. like. But some, something kind of sexy. Um, so I took two cooking terms in the kitchen. Um, a chef will say when he wants you to cook something, he'll say fire this, you know, mm-hmm. fire one steak, fire one chicken. Mm-hmm. And when he wants it quickly, he'll say, I need that on the fly. So you say oh, fire it on the go. fly. It was like fire fly. And, and in the yeah. beginning, I was the only cook. Mm-hmm. So I cooked everything to order, you know, and I had, I had all of my mise en place, it's called, which is all my ingredients. I think I think of all my mise en place as like a piano, you know, like each ingredient is a key, mm-hmm. and you know you have like eighty keys or something, but you could play a million songs. Oh yeah. You know, same with ingredients. You know, I have like chopped garlic, chopped tomato, chopped this, this, mm-hmm. this, this, and I, you can put them together and make make unlimited different creations. You know, so mm-hmm. I would I wanted to cook everything real fast and just mm-hmm. get it out, and uh, so firefly. Firefly. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nothing to do with the bug. No. No. Got no. <laughs> No, no, we, we, don't want, we don't want that affiliation. No. But also, fireflies, when do they come out? At night. At night. Yeah. Yeah. And initially, that's what the place was um, was geared towards. It was like an industry hangout, you okay. know? Like, I worked at the Paris Hotel. I opened up Mon Amiga B in 1999. Oh, yeah. love that place. It's a great restaurant. It's yes. still great. Yes. But I thought I'd be here for one year, you know? That was 24 years ago. So, mm-hmm. um, anyways, like... I, everybody after our shift, you know, it's 11 or 12 o'clock at night. Everybody wants to go out. You know, all the servers have pockets full of money and all the cooks want to go grab a beer. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's like, yeah, you can go to some local, you know, like, um, poker bar and get a cheeseburger. And, you know, those places were full of smoke at the time, you know, Mm -hmm. but that's, you know, we work in in the restaurant business. We want good food. We don't want just some, you know, reheated frozen cheeseburger, you know, um, but also, everybody lived on different parts of, the, of town. You know, people mm-hmm. live in North Las Vegas, people live in Henderson and Summerlin and Eastside. So I was like, man, there should be a cool place located close to the strip where mm-hmm. where all of the, the industry people could hang out after after work, you know? Yeah. <sighs> we need a miracle to find a decent restaurant. Fear not, my weary diners, for I, I am the dining caddy. And I am here to save you from this culinary catastrophe. Whoa, where are we? Welcome, my friends. This is Firefly, and they are famous for their Spanish tapas. This looks incredible. How do we find places like this? All you do is just pull out your phone, you look for the Dining Caddy app, you can search for restaurants closest to you, and you can find genuine reviews from real customers and discover hidden gems that'll tantalize your taste buds. Well then, my famished friends, are you going to continue to settle for this mediocre meal? James, no more settling. We're going to download the app, and we're joining the flavor revolution. Looks like my job is done here. Saved another couple from disaster. So you, you download the Dining Caddy app today so you can protect yourself from this culinary catastrophe. So Firefly has a lot of different tapas. I, I've been there and, and seen the, the the list. 
what what's your personal favorite either to make or to eat either way uh what's your favorite oh man i think my favorite um to eat is the bacon wrap dates Yes. Ooh, those are good. Those are good. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's just a perfect little nugget of food of love, you know? Mm-hmm. It's got like the the crispy, smoky bacon, and, and, and the, the date is in the middle, and it, when you when you cook it, it kind of gets jammy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of jammy and chewy, and yeah. in the middle, I put a smoked almond. Mm-hmm. And then we put a little red wine sauce on it, some blue cheese for a little funk, you know? So Look. it's just got a little bit of everything, you know? There's a little chili oil to give it a little kick. Yeah. What is your most popular dish that, that gets ordered? That's the most popular yeah, dish, too. Easily, yeah. Not the apple manchego salad? Not that's, the... that's like top five. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so what are your top five, then? So The top ba- five, like um, the bacon wrap dates, okay. uh, fries, or yeah. what are you talking about? Firefly fries. Yeah. Like, Those are yeah, delicious. They're delicious. <laughs> well, I've worked in, you know, cooking French food for a long time. Mm-hmm. They, they know their fries. I mean, it's, it is French fries. Right. Right. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> no I'm kidding. But, you know, a lot of people, they just open a bag of frozen fries and they throw them in the, in the fryer. Yeah. It's a process. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to peel them mm-hmm. and then you, you slice them and then you have to rinse them. You rinse all the starch off of them and then you cook them at a low heat um, to kind of, till they're just kind of soft and then you put them in the refrigerator. Okay. And then to order, you need they need to be cold. You put them in hot heat, and that gives them like a cr- a crunchy, crispy Ooh. outside and, and creamy in the middle. So it's like a six step process. Ooh. So they're really delicious French fries. I do love them. Complex, complex. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. yeah. So dates, French fries. Um, dates, French fries. Uh, I think the calamari, the the mm. uh, the manchego apple manchego salad. Yeah. A lot of it is the fried stuff. People like okay. fried stuff. <laughs> I think like. Most people don't have a fryer at their house, you know, because like, or can't like, do it. Yeah, yeah. Or can't do it or don't want to make a mess, or, or don't know how. Yeah. Um, the uh, ham and cheese croquettas—that's another mm-hmm. fried thing, but it's really good. They're yeah. very comfort food. Yes. Um, yeah. Those are the most popular, I think. I would have thought it was something completely different. I would have thought it would have been like the ceviche, the oh, goat cheese. Oh, the goat cheese. Or the um, Tierra de Mar skewers. Yeah, that's up there. I was like, I would have thought it would have been something I mean, t- it's totally like, different. It's pretty much like the, the bacon ramp dates is like far yeah. and away the most popular. And then mm-hmm. there's about 10 or 12 that are pretty close. The muzzles are really good too. Are, I just changed the recipe, but it's good. It's, it's You changed the recipe? How long ago? Well, I changed it at. Um, I think I like, changed don't go it. changing things on us I now. I changed it at uh, Flamingo like a couple of months ago. Okay. We, and, and then I changed it. We're changing it right now. I think maybe last week we did. Oh, it's okay. more of a tomato base. You know? Oh, so it's not a white sauce anymore. It's not that like creamy. Oh, interesting. Sauce, okay. Hmm, I'm going to have to go try those now. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's. I think it's better. You think so? Yeah. All right. I trust you. Okay. He's the owner, right? Got to trust him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why would I lie? <laughs> what do I have to gain? Yeah. The thing that's most fun to make for me, though, is the paella. Yeah? yeah, the paella because you have to make it to order, and it takes like forty minutes, mm-hmm. and it's just there's a lot of different ingredients, and it's, it, there's you gotta have a good touch. Yeah. So, what was it about like the restaurant as far as the concept when you first came up with it? Right, having industry workers come out afterwards. I'm assuming you were open until late. Yeah. Yeah, until maybe like two, three a.m. We were open at three in the morning. Oh wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then what has changed? Like, what's the progress of, are you still open till 3 a.m. in some locations? We're not open that late anymore. No. Okay. I mean, things definitely changed. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people came into that um, 
you know, they saw our success. Not, I mean, not that we are like leading everybody, but you know, places like Herbs and Rye and Cleaver, you know, they're open late, and so there's more pieces to the pie. Mm-hmm. And um, um, I don't. know, We saw like business, late business, kind of started going down. And mm-hmm. and I noticed too. It's like you have to either be open to like three, or just be open to like ten. Yeah. Because if you're open to twelve, like people aren't gonna come after work and stay for half an hour, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And it just didn't, it wasn't worth it for us to stay open till three anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's just an evolution. We used to rely a lot more on our events. We would have like live music and we had Latin night and we had a midnight snack, which was mm-hmm. like a house night. So in the beginning, okay. that's what kind of helped us to develop our, our following. Okay. And the cool thing when you, when you do capture that locals and industry uh, demographic they interact with all of these tourists every day, you know. So if you're yeah. a dealer at a poker table, they're they're going to ask you, "Hey, where do you go after work?" You know, yep. and they say, right. "Oh, everybody goes to Firefly." Yeah. So, so then the guests at the hotels and stuff mm-hmm. started finding us, and we get like really like stellar reviews on all of the web mm-hmm. on all of the different yeah. um, you know Yelp and all those things, and you know that goes a long way. I don't think any restaurant operator likes Yelp. Yeah. But I have to admit, it's it's a very powerful um, tool to bring people into your business because mm-hmm. people use it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I use it when I'm out of town. You know, so. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about, um, like, so Firefly, you have two locations. What What's kind of the goal? Do you, do you want to expand further? Are you, you content where you're at? What What's the, the idea behind Firefly? Well, I... Um, COVID really threw kind of like cold water on, on all of our plans, probably mm-hmm. everybody in the business. Mm-hmm. I had already, I had two signed leases, one for a new tacos and beer and one for a firefly in the Northwest. And then COVID hit and just mm-hmm. disrupted everything. And um, I ended up opening up a vegan restaurant, Gray's Kitchen. And then I opened, and then I moved my old, my, my mm-hmm. paradise firefly and I kind of, I didn't have any more resources. I didn't have any more funds. I spent all my money, you know? And so then when it came time for these projects to finally get going, years after I had signed these leases, I'm like, I'm not really in a place to do that right now. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I, I'm trying to consolidate my operations and, and really focus on, on making the places I have right now the best that they can be. That and, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You know, with COVID, again, it just, it just threw everything in, into chaos. And I just felt like, you know what, yeah. I, I need to regroup. I'm not going to build any new restaurants until we really, like, get these places together. I have my new um, giant mothership Firefly open now, and it's doing great. Yeah. But that was, it took over a year, you know, to get the build out and to get the licensing and to get the permits and the construction and everything. But it's going really well. So, I mean, it's just a matter of time. We'll be opening more um, in town. I think there's still some, some parts of town that... They could use a firefly. Like Henderson? Like Henderson, Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah? Yeah. Near Green Valley? Near Green Valley. Mm -hmm. Northwest, for sure. Centennial? Yeah. 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 Well, the place that we we were going to go in, it's finally being built now, but... Oh, okay. We signed that lease like like four years ago or something. Oh, wow. So, like, yeah. Yeah. And then I had signed another lease for a tacos and beer at the Bend. Do you you know that shopping center? It's near Ikea. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's new. It's, yeah, right? Yeah. Right okay. Now. Yep. Oh, by the Durango, the mm-hmm. new Durango. Yeah. Okay. That little hub there, the Southwest, is like yeah. booming. Oh yes. Up. I mean, there's yeah. uh, there's Uncommons, mm-hmm. there's the Bend, 
there's the Durango station. Yep. They're building warehouses and houses. The movie and studio, right? And, yeah. yeah, something like that. Like crazy. So there's there's plenty of opportunities. Mm-hmm. That's one of the great things about Vegas. Yeah. But I mean all, another great thing too is you can drive twenty minutes to get to, you know, each location. Yeah. I mean, yes, there is a lot of traffic now, don't get me wrong, people. Mm-hmm. But when I first moved out here, I was like Oh, that's not that far. It's like 10, 20 minutes away. <laughs> I and, I, and I come from Boston where 10, 20 minutes away is like a mile. Right. So, right. You, you know, it's kind of like, oh, okay, it's fine. Driving, you know, across town. Isn't it's really that funny, fine. though? But I've become <laughs> that person, you know? Yeah. I'm like, you know, I, I drive out to the Northwest sometimes mm-hmm. um, for my kid's baseball game. And I'm like, oh, man, it's all the way on the other side of town. I, yeah. It takes like 15 or 20 minutes to get there. Yeah. Like, yeah. It used to take me an hour and a half to get across town in Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just different now. Life is different now. Um, ooh, what is a secret menu item that you have at Firefly? Secret menu item? Yeah. Do you have any of those? No, I don't, I don't have any. I, I don't think that, um, we don't have any room on the menu for anything else. <laughs> <laughs> you do have an ex- extensive <laughs> menu. Yeah, it's a big menu. That's why, like, I, I don't have specials. Like, okay. I mean, sometimes I do. Yeah. What I do is, like, at my Southwest location, I'll bring, because that menu is a little bit more limited because the kitchen's smaller. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'll bring over like some of the old favorites, like and run them as a special. Okay. But uh, so at your Paradise slash Flamingo locations, where you can get the full menu. That's the full menu. Okay. Yeah. Um. And I mean, I'm hoping to bring some new things over to, to um, to the Southwest to the Buffalo location, mm-hmm. but my chefs get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Why? I'm Why more prep?" Menu. I'm going to take three <laughs> things off. They're like, "Yay!" Like, I'm putting four new ones on. Like, yeah. geez. <laughs> I can't believe we still don't know where to eat. I know, it's driving me crazy. We need some inspo. Fear not, my famished friends, for I, I am the dining caddy. It's uh, we're, we're a startup. It's a, but just, just imagine me as your own personal foodie oracle. I mean, look at all these reviews. They're not just words. They're culinary tales brought to life by passionate food enthusiasts like you. It's easy to find your next food place when you're following people whose food tastes you trust. Hey, I'm Jessica and I recommend Firefly. They have the best Spanish tapas. It's so yummy and perfect for a date night. See, with Dining Caddy, all of your foodie adventures will begin. All you have to do is download the app and you guys are gonna experience gastronomical bliss. So what is an exclusive deal that, you know, the listeners can get if they mention us? What are you willing to offer? Um, I'm going to give 20% off. Ooh. 20% off your bill. Anytime. Awesome. No limitations. Nice. Spend $100,000. Save twenty grand. Yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> and what do they have to mention? Just the podcast? Just they... mention the podcast. Okay. Yeah. No secret word? Maybe there should be a secret word. What do you think? Well, so so the app, the Dining Caddy app, Dining actually Caddy. has has a a QR code that, or not a QR code, but a, a like a code that they can deliver at the restaurant. So I can give oh, you, yeah, a, yeah I'll give you that. a copy of that. Perfect. And then you can just tell your waiters and waitresses to to yeah. collect the code at yeah. yeah to honor the code. Right. So and then and then it'll keep track of it in the system. So every time there's a redemption, you'll know. Oh, great. Uh, so on the back end, yeah. There you go. 20% is so generous. Thank you. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, that's really good. That's good. I mean, because you think about it, for two people, they're going to spend at least 
70 to a hundred dollars. Yeah. 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 It's great. That's one cool thing about our, our place though, is like the, the check average, which is the average that the, mm-hmm. that the person spends on food and drink is like $42 or something, you know, like, oh, yeah. And you know, like, Oh yeah. So that, that's, like, a, that's, that's like, like, that's what you spend like on an entree in most places. You know? that, that's a good thing to bring up. So what, what is the least expensive and most expensive item on your menu? If you have it off the top of oh, your head. Yeah. Least expensive is like some of the little veggie dishes, like the, uh, the tomato bread, and, uh-huh. the, and the uh, artichoke toasts. We have a lot of things. I remember back when I first opened, like the first maybe even ten years, I didn't. I wanted nothing over ten bucks. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, no. I had no dishes over ten dollars. But I could. Wow. But yeah. Times change. Times have changed. Yeah. So, you know, and when you have like lamb chops and yeah. filet mignon and you know shrimp and scallops, mm-hmm. I mean, this stuff's expensive. So. What is the most expensive item on the menu? Uh, well, the paellas are the most expensive. Mm-hmm. As far as the um, the tapas, though, you know, we have like sixty tapas, I think now. Uh, yeah, like the the lamb chops, the um, the petite fillet, which is a four ounce fillet, but it's still like I think it's like fifteen bucks. Oh, That's I thought you were about reasonable. to say like thirty dollars. No. Like, oh, because no, 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 no. <laughs> I wanted to buy, I wanted to get two or three different things, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, um, get a salad, get a couple things to share around the table, get some croquettes, get some dates, get a pitcher of sangria. And then you can have your petite filet love and it. eat it too. Yeah. I love it. Well, John, thank you so much okay. for coming on here and talking to us. And everyone, go visit Firefly. Let's go. Come see me. <laughs>